0: Beautiful tomorrow, shining at the end of every day, there's a great big Hello and welcome to A Mice in Main Street, and men. I am Tristan. Tristan.
1: And I'm Sean. Hey, how are you? I am doing
0: fine. You're doing fine?
1: I'm doing Good. fine,
0: yeah. Good, I'm glad you're doing fine. It's important to be doing fine. It is. Um, keep your sanity, you know.
1: I try. Um, Most days I lose. I lose that battle.
0: You know what? That's because we work in the arts and we can't ever have that battle successfully, but that's okay. And without, a little
1: in, without a little insanity, where would we be?
0: Out of a job, I guess. Out of a job, which means I can't go to Disney anymore. So I can't be out of a job.
1: I, I hear you. I am I very
0: excited.
1: Ex- a- I, I finally have our next trip. Actually, our next two Disney trips are planned. So I'm very excited. Very cool. In yeah, fact, since we, we recorded since we last recorded and talked about, I actually have accommodations. We're staying at Bay Lake Tower in January. Very Wow, exciting.
0: look at you. Yeah, me and my DVC. Yeah. Uh we got a lot of feed good feedback on our DVC episode, by the way. Oh okay. um, yay. A lot of people have said that that was really helpful. Um yay.
1: Because I just and, it was it was me saying a lot of words for a long time
0: <laughs> without even being funny, which is not usually
1: my strong suit.
0: No, but we're, it's, it's good to be informative sometimes, I think. Um, and, uh, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, um, I don't have my next trip planned. And I and Savannah and I were just talking about that. We do not know when that might be because we're getting married this year. And so we have
1: that yeah, before. That's going to be your big, that's going to be your big
0: cost this year. And we have a, you know, we own an arts business. So that's, you know, taking some Uh, of our money there too. So, but we're going to get there eventually. We always say that we're never going to get back there, but we always do at some point somehow. You
1: will. will. And, and maybe thinking about your favorite Disney songs, will cheer you right up
0: and put you back there without the cost. Wow. Look at that segue. That's amazing. (laughs) I try. So, so we are talking about our, our our top Disney songs now. We had a lot of discussion in our chat about this as to whether it, it was films, tractions, or everything. And turns out we're doing this was hard. It's top ten every of just everything. Right. And this was mm-hmm. a little harder, but it was kind of fun to put together. There's a point in Beauty and the Beast, which I'm uh, performing in right now, where I have a good section where I'm out on stage during home to guest on. It's just like a good chunk. And I can't really fit up the stairs to go upstairs. So I just kind of <laughs> stand in this corner in backstage because it's too much to take off and everything. And, uh, and I always take my phone down there because I do a little writing or do something because I'm just stuck in this corner. It's quite funny. And uh, <laughs> this kept me occupied last night quite a bit. And I was very laser focused. Um, and uh, so, yeah why don't you start us off mr mccall all right with uh, your number 10 my number 10
1: i think is pretty out of the box
0: honestly yeah um
1: i you know i am sure we will have some overlap on this list i i'm just positive of that but we, you know we never know how these things go until we're here it it's it's one of those that, because I listen to the Sirius XM Disney station quite sure. a bit. Surprise, surprise. But it's when this song comes on, I'm like, oh, yeah, let me turn this up. It's, and it's one of the more serious Disney songs that I think exist in the canon and fairly obscure, but I just think it's beautiful. And I think the sentiment is beautiful and the juxtaposition within it is beautiful. And it's God Bless the Outcasts from Hunchback, um, sure. which I don't, you know, the idea that that would appear on a list of my top 10 Disney songs was kind of mind boggling to me, but it just, I think, I, I think it says such amazing things. And, you know, because you, you've got the character of Esmeralda who, you know, her life is not great. But what she is saying in the song is, you know, I, I'll be okay. There are just so many other people who are less lucky than I. And, and the way that it's contrasted with the more pious people praying and asking for wealth, they ask for fame, it, It's it just really crystallizes that very simple sentiment of you know, help the people who are, who are less fortunate. And I, for that reason, and I just, I love it every time it comes on and it, it made my number
0: 10 slot. Very nice. Now my number 10 is a little bit uh, controversial right now, I think. And I know it's been removed from a lot of official Disney playlists, but it is the Splash Mountain Medley from Splash Mountain. Um, I absolutely love that attraction soundtrack from beginning to end. Um, I think it brings me a lot of joy. I understand why it's controversial, Um, but in my defense, and I think a lot of people feel this way, I did not know anything about Song of the South um, until it became kind of a controversial topic after the fact so for me that medley is tied to just happy moments on splash mountain especially with my daughter who absolutely loves that attraction and those songs um and i think it's so catchy and so much fun and it's such a cool part of the story and i'm all for the princess and the frog overlay all for it and i think it's going to be great but i do like the splash mountain medley.
1: I, I hear you a hundred percent. I, I, cause uh, actually in my honorable mentions, I have Zippity Doodah cause it is just such a fun, happy song, but yeah. again, it's controversial enough. I, I left it in honorable mentions for now and, and, you know, it's, it's such a happy uplifting song, but I don't, I don't want that to, to be something that, you know, other people listen to and, yeah. and are upset by, so. So yeah, I'm, I, glad, I'm glad the medley made your list.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those things, I'm, I'm all for the, the, the new overlay and I think it's, it's needed. Um, but I will miss that medley, just because I think the zippity doo on its own, not knowing any of the backstory of that film, those are just fun songs. And it almost didn't make my list because of that reason as well. Yeah, um, I hear you. But, you know, it, like for, like, I use Harper as an example. Harper does not know the backstory of that. She right. has no idea about the controversy. She just knows, oh, they're going to change it. And that's really cool because Princess and the Frog is a great movie and she loves that movie. So, um, yeah. So, number 10, The Splash Mountain Medley. What's your number nine? Well, f- mine, my number nine is a
1: lot lighter and it is imagination from from the yeah. i mean it, it, imagination still exists today i mean the the very first place it existed was journey into imagination uh-huh. way back when and cuz again i remember the scene where dreamfinder was putting together the the pieces of figment uh, sure. you know and and singing the song but that that to me will always have a happy place in my heart and as you know as a as an artist it's it's about you know creativity and embracing that part of the world and it's just darn catchy yes so one little spark of inspiration
0: is at the heart of all creation that made my number nine I love that. That's a great choice. Uh my number nine is actually a tie. I'm gonna pull a Lumon here. Oh, for pity's sake. For but here's why. Here's why. It's 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 a good reason. So my number nine tie is let it go and then into the unknown from the frozen franchise. Because they're kind um, of
1: the same song. Yeah. You okay. I'll give you your tie since, since they're both you. the power balance for
0: Elsa. Yeah. And and I think. I love, So I saw The Frozen like six, six, seven times in the theater because I, I just thought it was just the most wonderful Disney film I had seen in a long time. And that song, man, it played on repeat in my car. Just, I didn't have a kid yet. Harper wasn't even born, but I was like, <laughs> I was all in. And then uh, that became Harper's favorite movie for a long time. So it was just always on in our house. And then Frozen 2 came out and into the unknown. Holy cow, dude, that song is so good. And the version mm-hmm. that they use in um, the new fireworks show is really fantastic. And then Panic! The Disco also has a version of it. But I yeah. think those two songs, man, they are like inspirational, like classic pop power ballads. And I'm. All in for it. I'm here for it. And I love me some uh, Elsa Bell team. So my number nine is Let It Go. That Adela Zine, she
1: is that Adela <laughs> Zine. She is so good. Yeah, Adele the Zine is great. Yeah, they're great songs. I guess I certainly don't begrudge you making them, you know, having them on your list. I guess the repetition over the years has galvanized sure. me a little but they are great songs so i'm glad yeah. you included that
0: awesome thank you what's your number yeah. what's your number eight so my number eight is a pirate's life for me yoho, uh from pirates of the caribbean um i absolutely love that little tune and uh and it just brings me a lot of joy because you know you play that you smell that bromine and I think you're kind of taking it to a nice cool ride in Central Florida. So is
1: it really bromine? Because Jackie's allergic to bromine.
0: Yeah. So that's apparently what it is. It's it's a bromine chemical that they will that, yeah. That's huh. and that's I don't it. know if it it's, must not
1: be in a high enough because con- she has certainly been splashed on Disney rides before, but she's never had a rash. So we'll assume it, it's a low concentration.
0: And it might be Disney's version of bromine, too. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I'm sure they created something. But uh, yeah, because I was listening to a podcast recently where somebody makes those candles that smell yeah, like right. the pirate water. And that's one yeah. of the, the base chemicals. Is it the secret
1: it, ingredients to the secret sauce. It is. But that is
0: my number eight. is right. uh, The truth from pirates. Well, I,
1: I will admit it is on my list just slightly higher. So, sure. so we'll, we'll circle back in just a minute. But yes, uh, my number eight, I think you will feel a personal affinity for uh, considering your current employment. But my number eight is Human Again.
0: Oh, that's uh, a great one.
1: Because I, I just love it. I love it. I, I mean, I loved it when I heard it as something they had cut from the original film because they just didn't uh-huh. have time. And then when it when it was put in for the Broadway production, I went, This is such a wonderful song. I mean, it—you can't deny that it is just a soaring, triumphant, positive, forward-looking song that just—it—it—it—it's got that emotional core of these people who really, really at that point objects that really, really want something, um, and and are, you know, that positive Disney spin of we're dreaming of the day this is happening. We're not bemoaning our current fate. We're just looking forward to this goal that we have um and then when they went ahead and and animated it for the later anniversary release i was just thrilled because i love that song so that's my number eight is human again
0: yeah you know i love that song too and that's one of harper's favorite songs which i was kind of surprised but anytime she sees the show she's like oh i love that song and it's really interesting because i was always a fan of that song but now doing the show it's definitely like creeped into my, like, oh, that's a really great song because it is a great storytelling song too. And you don't really get to hear that side of anybody's, you know, the the objects are there, but you don't ever get to really hear them have this want and this need for this. And what's so moving is just about every day, (laughs) there's little girls in the front row that when we start doing some of the choreography at the the end, we kind of raise our hands and inevitably those little kids raise their hands oh. and it's just it's everything you wanted it to be well and
1: it's uh, i i mean to hear you say that too and know that you know ashman and menken knew that that was in those characters they they wrote the song in the end they just went we don't have time this is, yeah. this has to be like a 90 minute animated film and and you know, thank goodness that it has found new life, because it, it is an essential part of those characters, and and now we see that on stage and in the anniversary release of the film, so.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. So, what is your number seven, then?
1: Uh, my number seven, and, and uh, this is another one that I just was thinking through, what do I listen to when it comes on that i just go oh this is so fun and it's zero to hero
0: oh that is a good one
1: i love i love that gospel take on it i love i love the the you know the quirkiness of the lyrics sometimes you know the whole tell you what a grecian earns um the, the you know, put his face on every vase, on every vase. It's just, it's so clever and it's just so buoyant and joyful and fun. So Zero to Hero made my number seven. Oh,
0: that's a good one. That is a good one. How about you? Okay, so my number seven is You've Got a Friend in Me from Toy Story. Um, I just think that's such a cute song. And the lyrics are just wonderful. And it's just like so kind of moving and like a weird, not a weird way, but just like, oh God, yes, yes, let's you, I'm you have a friend in me. Like we all need that, I think. And a lot of times
1: Well, um, and you know, it's it's one of those Disney songs that is, you know, like, you know, you can't necessarily lift zero to hero out of the movie because it, it's so specific, it, you know, it's, it's, it's absolutely about that story, but then you take a song like, like you got a friend in me. It's like, I think, I think part of it, part of its appeal and Randy Newman wrote a great song, but you know, it's one that people can just take out of the film and it still means just as much. And maybe even more. Cause cert- I mean, I use you've got a friend in me for one of my friends ringtone. Because oh, sure. like, that's that's just kind of the song that goes with him. So, um, you know, I think that's an excellent choice. That was your number seven? Your... That was my number seven. Because uh, my six is Yoho. Um, oh, I, great. I know it was a little lower on your list. It's my number six. You know, it's just, I remember going on that attraction with my grandparents and... And, you know, it's just I loved it when they incorporated it into the live action Johnny Depp stuff, because it just is. It's it's a classic quintessential Disney song that that takes you back to the to the attraction. So,
0: yeah, that's why it made
1: my number six.
0: So my number six is one that's probably near and dear to your heart as well is Grim
1: Grinning Ghosts. Oh, my gosh, that's my number five.
0: see look at us so close
1: i figured i figured it'd appear on both our lists yes yeah there it is i
0: I, you know again you know haunted mansion is my favorite of course we all know this uh mine too so i just think there is something like i get so excited that that i know that song is coming when you're coming out of the attic backwards you know it's just so good and it's so funny and it it You know, the haunted mansion, you know, there was a lot of contention whether it should be scary, whether it should be funny, you know, when they were building it. And I think that song kind of encapsulates what that ride is all about. It's a little spooky, it's a little funny, but it definitely has that like tone of like, you know, haunted mansion. It's the haunted mansion, you know what I mean? Like it is the haunted mansion.
1: And the other thing that I just love about it is it's all you hear in the attraction. But it's yeah. it's it's executed so differently in right. various places that you kind of I mean your brain knows that thematically it's all united, but you know, listening to it played by the the shadow the shadow ghost on that piano with the casket yes. is so different than hearing it played on a pipe organ in the ballroom is so different then you know the upbeat vocal version in the graveyard it's just it's perfect
0: yeah oh uh, yeah grim grinning ghost man and harper loves it so like that you know has a because
1: that's not one of her, her daddy's party. boring attractions
0: no she loves that one that's one of her favorites so thank god if she said that was boring i we might have to figure that out all um, right
1: so that was my number five your number six what was your number five
0: so my number five is let's go fly a kite from Aww. mary poppins Aww. um yeah and it's you know classic sherman brothers song and it's you know it's the where it's positioned at the end of the film where george banks realizes that his family's so much more important than everything else and you know and he mends his son's kite and they go out on that fun day and dick van dyke's there and like yeah. It, it's beautiful in Mary Poppins, but i tell you where it got me more was when it was used in the, the climax of Saving Mr. Banks, Tom Hanks, oh, and Emma Thompson. Yeah. Oh, man. And that, oh, yeah, Let's Go Fly a Kite is so good. And it's so symbolic for so many things. Again, I think that song is one that can be lifted from the film and be applied to a lot of different... Um, you know factions. I know for me this week, I've listened to a lot of happy, uplifting things, and "Let's Go Fly a Kite" is is one of them. Because sometimes, I think what that song does to me, it's like, yeah, things are not great all the time, but damn it, let's go fly a kite. There's ways okay. to get through it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, yeah, and and because uh, what's the song at the end of Mary Poppins Returns? That's oh yes uh yeah it's the balloons but yeah but but it's it's it's
0: around it's in the same vein
1: but yeah and I loved I love that it was reminiscent of that and still had that uplifting kind of but yeah the, the classic let's go fly a kite I'm sad it's not on my list but thanks for putting it on yours
0: well of course so what is your number four then my number four
1: goes old school uh and and I guess part of that is because it was the quintessential Disney song for so much of my childhood before the, uh-huh. the animation renaissance sort of brought new things into the Disney canon that that sort of pushed this back a little further. But it's when you wish upon a star. And, a you know, one. that when I was a kid, that was always in the fireworks shows. And that was it's such a beautiful song. I mean, it's so beautifully animated, um, in, in Pinocchio and, and it just, it gives you hope. And, and that I think is what Disney songs do best. A lot of times is they give us hope. And, and so I went old school when you wish upon a star is my number four
0: that's on my list a little higher but that's on my list so my number four is a dream is a wish your heart makes see we're starting
1: to overlap that's on my list a little
0: higher yep love that song cinderella you know we've talked about this before i know it's it is one of your favorites if not your favorite um but I love that song, and I love that animation, and now it's, it's it has a very different meaning, speaking of songs that be taken out of context. Um, it, when Harper is spending that at my house, that is one of the songs that Savannah sings to her as she falls asleep now is that. and so it's for harper it's not connected to cinderella as much as it's connected to like a just nighttime ritual and when we heard it at disney she goes hey that's the song that savannah sings to me when i go to sleep and i was like uh-huh. it's this song from cinderella but yes um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah number four is a dream is a wish your heart makes
1: what's your number three
0: so my number three is a song that we've already heard on this podcast, and that's a great big beautiful tomorrow from Carousel. Yeah, of-
1: it's on my Nevada. list too. It's just a little higher. See now, now we get to the anticlimactic part where we're just overlapping <laughs> each other at the top of the list. But why, why is it why is it your number three?
0: Uh, you know, I think the Sherman Brothers have just a knack of writing to my my sentimentality, um, and I think sometimes that is such a great thing to remember. And that's why I love that song so much. I even have a pair of socks that I got for Father's Day that had that on them, but they... That. that is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's nice to remember that. Like, yeah, today did maybe not go the way we thought it was going to go, or maybe the week didn't go that way. But you know what? We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow and it could be even better. And to always kind of remember... That there is a great big beautiful tomorrow out there and you know it it's in line with like um you know Irving Berlin's blue skies for me it's like yeah we just kind of have to look beyond this because you know there's something more out there and there's going to be just better things ahead and it's just a very inspirational and aspirational way to look at things and so that's kind of become my my little mantra, I think. And that's why I use it at the beginning of the podcast too, because I think it's just a, it's a good thing for people to remember.
1: Absolutely. That's why it's higher on my list, Tristan. It's higher. So was that that your number three?
0: That's my number three.
1: All right. Well, my last original entry, I think, is is my number three. And that's wishes. It's because I will always be a wishes boy at heart. You can give me awesome fireworks from now until the cows come home, as we say in Iowa. <laughs> but you know, I, wishes for many reasons has a lot of sentiment attached to it. We had it at our wedding, um, and and I just I I loved it. It was just a beautiful soaring that you know that idea of of the whole disney thing about wishes coming true and and it's what you hang your hat on so so wishes was my number three.
0: Oh. i love i love that yeah uh, have, castle Sh- no one what? of the castle show medley one of the castle show medley's almost made to my list and it didn't but so we're on to, to our top two right yes we
1: are mine have already been mentioned do you have any originals left no i don't have any originals left All right, oh wait so no my- i do
0: actually i don't think you mentioned this one
1: Oh, how fancy of you. Well, my number two is A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. Okay. Uh, for, for all the reasons that you said. I mean, before before we entered the new renaissance of Disney animated films, I mean, if you asked me what my favorite classic Disney film is, it would have, it's Cinderella. Um, you know, I just, I always loved it. I loved the mice. I loved, you know, the drama of, you know, I knew she was going to, I knew she would get downstairs in time to try on the slipper, but, you know, Disney does such a good job of, of building that tension with Gus and Jock, getting the key up there. I just, I love the I love it. But for all the reasons you said, you know, a dream is a wish your heart makes is that, and, and, you know, in dreams, you lose your heartache and whatever you wish for, you keep. It's like, that's just such a beautiful song. And, that, and uh, again, we had that at our wedding. Um, so so it made my number two. What's your number two?
0: So my number two is one we have talked about. It won the, the Academy Award in 1940 for Best Original Song, also the first Disney song to do so, um, sung by Mr. Jiminy Cricket. And it's When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio. And again, it's one of those uplifting Tunes that just like, man, this is just anything is possible. And I think, you know, rightfully so, it kind of became the signature song of Walt Disney. And, you know, it's still used right. in everything. And, uh, and you always know you're at the end of the night at a Disney park, too, and you hear that. And um, so, yeah, we've talked to, I, I first of all, Pinocchio is wonderful. Jiminy Cricket is such a great character. But When You Wish Upon a Star is, oh, uh, just yeah. like, kills me emotionally but that is my Um, number
1: two yeah and my number one is great big beautiful tomorrow just because of its as you said it's it's the sentiment and I was super glad when you know you chose it for the podcast the first time because I do I I remember I think being exposed to it for the very first time in the I think it was was it in horizons Because it was was playing on the TV with the robot that was doing the housework. And I was like, well, what's that? And then I began to learn the history of it, that it had been the original uh, song for the Carousel of Progress, but had been taken away when, when it moved to Disney World, which was where I knew the Carousel of Progress. And I just, it's one of those that I go, this has a cool history with the company and it's just fun. And and it, it does remind us all that that tomorrow is just a dream
0: away. So Yeah, I love that. So what's so, your number one? So my number one is actually Beauty and the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Or Tale as Old as Time, as I often call it.
1: Oh <laughs> um, well, yeah, that sort of
0: delineates it. That's good. Yeah. Um and I still you know, I've been doing the show for six weeks now and I still get choked up at that moment um, because it's such a beautiful, you know, point in the show and it's just gorgeous. The the lyrics are just, uh, like rip my heart out. And maybe it's because I, uh, you know, Savannah's just gorgeous and I'm, you know, me that I, I think it hits, but, um, as I was kind of, Looking into this, I did not know that Angela Lansbury originally didn't want to record that. And what? yeah, she, did, she thought it was not going to be like t- terribly suitable for her voice. Wow. And, but get this, she completed that in one take. Did you know oh that? My God, no. One take. And I'm like, are you kidding me with this? But that song is just wow. everything.
1: Well, because when, when you started talking about this, I'm like one of my very favorite like clips to watch because I've been to a lot of the D23s, but I did sure. not go to the one where she actually came out on stage at D23 and sang it with, uh, with Alan Menken. Oh, I know.
0: And I just, beautiful.
1: I I weep every time I hear it and or, or see it because I just go, it's so and and her version is cuz I, I you know i assume she was like well this isn't you know this isn't a polished you know sort of it's not the pop version that played over the credits that got played on the radio but it's the one with the heart and yeah. and that will always be you know just just the perfect you know so so to know as an artist because i'm sure there have been times i'm like i don't want to do this but it's the right thing that wow that's a great story that even yeah. i didn't know tristan hey, not of that. Them.
0: yeah so that is my number one is beauty and the beast from beauty and the beast because i absolutely adore that story that film that was the first you know, a cartoon I remember seeing in the theater. So it's, it's very memorable to me. And now it means a lot more to just having been able to do it. So um, anytime I hear it, I just turn into a puddle. So like those, the very beginning theme, oh God. So, so this, this
1: wasn't a horrible list. We overlapped no. like four or five things.
0: No, this was which is great Interesting list.
1: that we had to go to the entire Disney canon and we still came up with like four or five that we both agreed on.
0: Yeah, and that's tough, too, because it was really, I got into the weeds a little bit on it. I was like, all right, so technically, I can pick from anything, yeah. okay. Do you have
1: <laughs> any strong honorable mentions?
0: I didn't. <clears throat> there was, like, things that didn't make the list when I was kind of, like, Under the Sea, for instance, didn't make the list. Yeah. Um, part of Your World didn't make the list. Wow, um, you just
1: shunned Little Mermaid.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing. Alan Bacon has written so many good songs. I know. That, no, you, know I you. It's, you know, he still managed to get on the list, you know. Yeah, but. well,
1: because uh, I did have Feed the Birds, which of course was Walt's favorite song that he would ask the Sherman Brothers to play. And again, goes back to what started off my list, that number 10 slot with, you know, God Bless the Outcasts you know a lot of these songs we have on our list cuz they're happy and they're buoyant um feed the birds is one that's just it's beautiful and reminds us you know in life appreciate the small things and the small gestures that can make a difference and so so it certainly it was my it was my strong honorable mention along with supercalifragilisticexpialidocious cuz that's just fun that's just a
0: fun song to say Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What a good, it's a good canon. Like the Disney canon, <laughs> there's some good songs. Yeah. There. There's, There's got to oh, be something tough. in there for everybody. It's tough. Well, if uh, <clears throat> any of our lovely listeners would love to hear the Disney music in the parks or on yeah. the cruise, how could they do that, Mr. Sean McCall? Well, they could do that by,
1: uh, you know, uh, Sean at Briar and Main on Facebook or uh, just email me, Sean, at Uh, You know, Google it. Go to the Briar and Maine Travel Boutique website. I've got an agent page there that will be updating very soon. New photos, some new bio stuff that I'm very excited about. Um, uh, you know, and just message me, and I will get you headed to any Disney
0: park on the planet. Wow. That's... You know, I know, that's a big promise. That's a big promise. <laughs> um, if you'd like to hear my number one song on my list, you can come see me in Beauty and the Beast at circuit 21 Dinner Playhouse through July 16th. Uh, and if you're not into music at all, you can come over to The Mockingbird on Main where we do original. <laughs>
1: we, <laughs> we do, do original a musical over there.
0: We we haven't just heard. haven't done one yet, but we will eventually. But right now we're just doing you know some original works. And so if you look up The Mockingbird on Main on all social media, uh, give us a like. Also, while you're on your social media, if you haven't yet, look up of Mice and Main Street Men and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we'd love to connect with you there. But Sean McCall, it's always a pleasure.
1: It certainly is. Well, I mean, to be with you. it's I, I That sounded a little conceited. It's like, well, of course, it's a pleasure to be with me. But but well, yes. I do. I I love our Disney chats.
0: <laughs> so do I, sir. Okay. Well, uh, Thank you all for listening, and uh, we are Nice Main Street Men, and we will see you next-